Yes, it's time for Sports Central. Let's chance to talk sports. Brought to you by the Lakeland Ledger. And now, due to circumstances beyond our control, here's your host, <laughs> Neil Duncan. That is not kind. But it is good to see you, Mr. Eric Clark. Good to see you, too. It's kind of warm outside. It is. Nice. I like it, but I also like the cold. Just so you know. It feels wrong for this time of year to be this warm. I walked out warm. this morning and I was like, this doesn't feel right. And then I almost walked back inside, but I said working out was a little bit more important. Well, there you go. Neil Duncan alongside Rebecca Messina, big T-Swift fan, but we won't talk about that. Mother. Stop it. <laughs> Awkward. And Tian Hope. Tian, how's it going, man? It's going good. I had a long day today, but I am happy to be here and ready to talk sports. You had a long day. Yeah. Well, we can turn it into the tea and uh, therapy hour. We've done no. that before with uh, Becky. Yeah, it used to be Becky's therapy oh, hour. Oh, did so. it? Yeah. And then we stopped. I didn't. We didn't stop caring. We stopped listening. Those are two different things. Those are no, two different no, things. it's okay. You stopped caring. Becky, how you doing today? Don't. I'm. <laughs> I'm just doing great. I've been running around all day. We had Peebles for lunch. It's Life's been a good. pretty busy day. I miss yeah. Peebles. Oh, you that's did. so sad. I'm, I'm sure there'll be some left over, but. If you have, if you're new to Polk County, maybe you're visiting Polk County, over there in Auburndale, Peebles Barbecue, a great partner of Tourism and Sports Marketing, and you do not want to miss it. If you go Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, you will miss it because they're only open Thursday, <laughs> Friday, Saturday. Um, I don't think they're open on Sunday either. Oh, are they? I don't Just think three days: Thursday, yeah. Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Anyways, coming up on Sports Central, we're going to talk to John Yapola. Uh, he is with a table tennis event that's going to be coming to Polk County very soon, and so we'll be excited to talk about that uh, in the world of table tennis. A lot going on around the uh, professional uh, college scene and a number of events that have been recruited here to Polk County uh, that we'll talk about. Speaking of high school, we talked about it last week. Uh, the FHSA State Cheerleading Championships, not this weekend, but next weekend. Uh, last week we had uh, the Bartow head coach, Lori Jolliffe, on the program not only did they qualify they qualified straight to the finals which is pretty much expected for that program uh, but we had some other teams qualify but lake gibson wrestling uh, just as consistent as the Barto cheer program they won becky yet another state championship you can come see them june 18th at the polk county all sports awards <laughs> facts <laughs> all right so starting off with lake gibson wrestling it came down to the very last match in the class 2a fhsa state championships at osceola high school on saturday Lake Gibson was down 26-25 to Jesuit High School, the only other team in a 2A in the 2A division to win a dual state championship other than Lake Gibson. The Braves won the coin toss, won the first two out of three swing matches, which positioned perfectly Gianni Maldonado as the last competitor of the evening. Maldonado saw the opportunity to escape from the front position before using a takedown to make the score 3-0 in the second period with a minute and 24 seconds left. He would go on to win a 5-1 decision, which put Lake Gibson permanently on top with a 31-26 win. This is Lake Gibson's fourth straight state duels title and its fifth in six years. Lake Gibson, the number one team in 2A, finished the dual season with a perfect record of 22-0. The third straight year of the powerhouse wrestling program has finished the dual season unblemished. That's pretty crazy. And then uh, we don't have all of it because there's still some qualifying going on, uh, but not this weekend. But the second and third RP Funding Center will be the state cheerleading championships. As we mentioned, go ahead and go to rpfundingcenter.com, get your tickets, go over there and support uh, not only the local teams that are going to be vying for state titles, uh, but also uh, teams from across the state will be in here for those two days. So really looking forward to it. Uh, Speaking of teams and things going on, 
Yeah. What else we got, Tian? So we got Florida Southern College, and we're going to be talking about their swim team. So they closed out their regular season this past weekend with a meet at Lynn University. So this weekend they had two swim meets. They had one, or they had one on Friday, and then they had one on um, Saturday. So the 14th ranked men's program in the country dominated in singles events with uh, Nico Peristeridis, Nino Vialon, John Zeger, and Brandon Wilson all winning two events each leading the Mocs to a 168-94 to team score victory. And the women's team lost a very highly contested meet against the number 22-ranked Lynn Fighting Knights. Their women's team is 22-ranked in the nation among Division II colleges with a close 136-126 to team score. Ali C. Pelletier and Olivia Miles won two events apiece, and Ainsley Bennett got a 400 medley relay win among other podium finishes for the Moccasins. And they are getting ready for the Sunshine State Conference Championship on February 14th through the 18th in Ocala, Florida, as they're looking for some A-standard stellar times and a bid to the NCAA Championship. Yeah, which uh, if we see some championships coming out of that, uh, potentially they're at the All Sports Awards on June 18th. Uh, but Weber International Basketball? I would some- just like to say, Tian read those names beautifully, and... Any other hard name from now on is going to Tian. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I also, I also think it helps that I do play-by-play for them. So oh, okay. I, yeah, so you I have, know them. I have to know their names anyways. Okay. That makes wait, more wait, wait, sense. Are you watching the Southeastern game right now? Well, we have their score coming up a little bit later, yeah. so I want to make no, sure that, that we get a score. No, is that live? Update. Yeah, it is. So they're playing right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, Let's just hit that right now. Okay. Go ahead. Well, so the NI... Because they're NAI, number one, right? Yes, they are. So the mm-hmm. NIA. N-A-I-A. So acronyms not so good. <laughs> Names, Names nailed it. Perfect. I prefer I the you. SSC. But... Here we go. Down the gun. <laughs> and Sun Conference's number one baseball program kicks off their season this weekend for featuring 12 former All-Sun Conference selections, the reigning conference player of the year in Isaac Nunez, and the last two pitchers of the year for the Sun Conference in Rob Adams, who won in 2022, and Darian Smith, who won last year in 2023. Ottawa University has traveled to Lakeland for three matches over the span of three days, the first of which is taking place right about now and began at 3 p.m. So we're currently in the top of the seventh. Ottawa is batting with one out, but they are unfortunately losing 15-0. to zero. So props Southeastern, go fire. I guess. And you can find the Fires remaining two matches over this, uh, I guess, triple header against Ottawa University tomorrow at 3 p.m. and then on Saturday at 11 a.m. in what is sure to be an exciting season for the Fire faithful. So I'm getting older. Becky, before you say it, I already know. Was it last year that Southeastern won the national championship in baseball? Again? No, no. I think that they won the year ago? before because okay. they were the deciding for the All Sports Awards last year. It Got was it. whether or not they, they won. Okay, but they've been a dominant program over the last number of years, their baseball yeah. team. Mm-hmm. Weber International? All right, Weber Women's Basketball has a Sun Conference Player of the Week on campus and Jada Burgess after she swept the court with a 23.8 rebound, five assists, and two steal game. Wait, she played basketball and she was the custodian? What? <laughs> she swept the court? Oh, my God. Sorry. Um, she also had a 21.15 rebound and two assist game shortly afterwards. With that, the men's team fell to Ave Maria, <laughs> of 111 to 86 last night. The women's team also could not defeat Ave Maria. They lost 85 to 78. Another away game awaits both teams this weekend. You can't say that name without thinking of the song, right? I know. We love having Ave Maria on the show, even though the they're not in Polk County. Yeah. Um, another away game awaits both teams this weekend on Saturday with a trip to Miami Gardens to play St. Thomas University. 
All right. So for Warner University, last night was a trip to the Peach State for the Warner University Royals against the College of Coastal Carolina for their men's and women's basketball teams. The team dominate the men's team dominated over Peach State over the Peach State uh, Co- College of Coastal Carolina with a score of ninety eight to fifty seven, and the women's team also secured a close six or 70, 70 to sixty victory. Sorry, I guess numbers are hard today. <laughs> it's a couple days of rest for both teams before they head back to home, expecting company from a local rival in Southeastern University this Saturday. With the women's game starting at two p.m. and the men's commencing afterwards at four p.m. I'm gonna take the blame on that because I fully, when I read Peach State, I didn't. I wrote Peach State as a college. Like it's okay. when I rewrote this, I usually like to mix in some ways to break it up. So you know it's those all little right. peach rings, you know, the the little candy. After hearing yeah. all that, I, I yeah. want some of those. Oh, I yeah, I know exactly maybe, what you're talking about. Maybe if I'm feeling nice tomorrow. I wonder if Davidsons of Dundee has. Uh, they might. They might have some of those. Ask right. Elizabeth. Go ahead. All right, moving on to Polk State College. Uh, Polk State College has begun their baseball season with the Florida JUCO early bird kickoff in Auburndale. At Lake Myrtle Sports Complex, come see Polk State take on St. Petersburg College tomorrow on Friday afternoon and then Chippewa College at 3 p.m. With that, we're going to go ahead and head to our first break. When we come back, we're going to catch up with John Yapola uh, from a table tennis event that's coming to Polk County. Stick around for the second segment of Sports Central right here on Talk Radio 96.7. Actually, Groundhog Day is supposed to be next week, all right? Talk Radio 96.7. Yes, it's Sports Central and it's brought to you by Party Rentals. Let's get back to it. We've got T and Becky and Neil. Every time I'm on this show with Becky, it feels like Groundhog's Day. Because we're going to talk about Taylor Swift. Yeah, we are. <laughs> hey, campers, it's cold outside. Taylor I, Swift. I wish it was cold. Travis I missed the cold Kelsey. already. What was it, like 85 degrees out there? Yeah, about 82, 81. A lot of people up yeah. north uh, would not have much sympathy for me and or us uh, stating that. We, Anyways, can, well, we uh, can also talk about The Bachelor this season because he is no. a pro tennis player. Can we talk about sports? This is what this he's show pro, is designed he's for. He's a sports. pro tennis player. All right. So welcome back, Eric Clark <laughs> and Tian and Neil, because Becky's <laughs> mic is now turned off. <laughs> we want to go ahead and welcome to the program. Uh, John, John, I'm going to I'm going to mess this up. Yapiola. John? Brought to you by Brad. You got me? me Oh, there we go. Sorry, we're having a little we're having a little bit of a technical difficulty. Sorry about that. John, I butchered your last name. Can you pronounce it for me, please? Yeah, I I say Yapola. Yapola, okay. All right. Well there we go. Uh, well, we appreciate you taking the time, and uh, we know the East Division is coming up uh, for uh, your event. And, of course, you're the chief growth officer for Major League Table Tennis. So for our listeners at home, tell us what Major League Table Tennis is. Sure. Well, thanks again for the opportunity to, to be on your show. Um, yeah, so Major League Table Tennis came about uh, by the founder, Flint Lane, who's a commissioner as well. Flint uh, is an avid player over the years, amateur player basement players, as we're familiar here in the U.S., uh, but he bought a club in Princeton, New Jersey, um, and uh, he came out of high tech, as have, as have I over the years, sold his company in January, his high tech company, and 
said, look, I think there's a void here in America for professional table tennis. We have lots of crazy leagues, pillow fighting league. And, you know, you can go on and on of all the crazy professional leagues there are, but yet there wasn't a U.S. version of a professional league for table tennis. And, and the curiosity is it's a, it's a, um, an Olympic sport and, uh, you know, it's very familiar to the average American. We play in our basement or garage, but never evolves into something more than that. It actually devolves into beer pong here. <laughs> but around the world, it's still a you know it's a very you know popular sport, sure. uh, one of the most bet on sports in the world. People don't know that. Um, and so he said, let's uh, let's uh, go do this. And uh, we announced the league on March 29th and started play in September. So we're halfway through our season. I'm in Portland right now for the Western Conference. And in two weeks, we're you know we're at the Advent Health Fieldhouse for uh, the Eastern Conference. Yeah, and you, you talk about uh, all the different. Uh, professional sports there are you know you're watching uh, professional tag on espn and, and things like that and right. so i certainly understand what you're saying and you know the the surge of, of pickleball and in different uh, we'll call them non-traditional sports doesn't mean that they haven't been around for a long time but maybe they're not uh, some of the more mainstream but uh, this has been a sport that has withstood the test of time so as you come into the Avent Health Fieldhouse February 9th through the 11th you know I'm looking at the the matchups in Chicago versus Carolina at 4 p.m. on the 9th and then Princeton versus Florida at 7 o'clock is it a ticketed event and and if you do buy a ticket what will that look like when you purchase a ticket and go into the Advent the excuse me Advent Health Fieldhouse in Winter Haven Right. Yeah. There's, well, yeah, thank you. So there's, it's a three, it's a weekend event, Friday through Sunday, four o'clock and seven o'clock on Friday and Saturday and, and 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. on Sunday. But yes, there's general admission tickets for $20. And then there's a VIP seating for $40. And the VIP seating gets assured and, you know, you get a little closer to the action uh, on the floor seating. Uh, but yeah, it's a great in-venue experience. We have a fan zone, um, robotic table tennis uh, that that's there. So there's a lot of things to do for the family and to, to come out and see it. I think the big thing is, you know, seeing table tennis played at an elevated level is, is, is not something Americans have seen. We see, you know, YouTube clips and yeah, they're, they're impressive, but ours is a different thing. We, we do all of that stuff, but we also have a team sport. So the players are playing on a team and we invented something called the golden game which is the last game of the match and players rotate every four points. So it's a heightened excitement, heightened action. And it's the, the, the players are, I think are into it more than the fans because they realize how tough it is to do. So we've kind of tweaked the, the sport, the way it's currently played around the world and added this element of a true team element uh, in the last golden game uh, that goes uh, in the match. So a lot of fun. Uh, it's a great time for everybody to come out and see. And actually the Miami team, or the Florida team, you know, uh, part of the ownership group down there is um, is owned by um, I'm drawing a blank here, real quick, uh, uh, Manu Ginobili. Uh, so he's part of the ownership group down in the Miami Miami team. So hmm. a lot of NBA players and baseball players and football players all play table tennis in the in the locker rooms. Right. And Manu jumped in and bought part of the Florida Crocs uh, franchise uh, with the with the team down there. So yeah making some inroads with the professionals, but you know, it's our first year. So um, a lot of things going, we also stream on uh, Bally live and FUBU as mm -hmm. well as our own channels. So yeah, we're uh, a lot of things in the, in the works in the first year, eight teams playing around the country. Right. Well, if you want more information, you can go to uh, 
mltt.com and then backslash yep, schedule. Correct. And uh, again, yep. uh, it'll be at the Avent Health Fieldhouse uh, in Waterhaven, and that'll be taking place uh, the 9th through the 11th uh, of February. So the 9th, two games, the 10th, two games, the 11th, two games, $20 uh, entry. And then for all the great things that, uh, that John just uh, described, John, we got about 30 seconds left. Uh, what's your last uh, short pitch, if you will, of why a family would want to come and uh, be there? We got about 30 seconds left. Yeah. Well, thank you again. Uh, but yeah, it's just a great fun experience for kids. The kids really uh, get a kick out of it because they're all, again, everybody knows table tennis. So it's not you know, we're not introducing something they've never seen before. We're introducing something done at a higher level. And it's it's pure amazement for a lot of people for the first time seeing it live. You know, the YouTube videos don't do it justice. Seeing it live and having a great time with the family is, is just something that we're seeing more and more as we roll across the country. So, Again, thank you for the opportunity to speak and, and get in front of your audience. Well, um, we're looking come for- on out. Yeah. Promise a good time. For yeah, we're looking forward to it, and uh, we appreciate the time and safe travels down here uh, to uh, warm, sunny central Florida. We'll, we'll be looking forward to meeting you. Take care. Thanks, Neil. Appreciate it. Thanks, Rebecca. Thanks. All right. With that, we're going to go ahead and head to our break. We'll call it halftime here. When we come back, we're going to talk about Becky's NFL picks. Hey. Stick around, everybody, for Sports Central. <laughs> Talk Radio 96.7 and Sports Central for this Thursday. Sports Central brought to you in part by Jimmy John's Freaky Fast. Your host, Neil Duncan. Thanks so much. Welcome back to Sports Central. Some breaking news. Uh, Buccaneers fans will remember uh, Coach Raheem Morris. I think he was the coach from like 2009 to 2011. He was really, really young when he got the job then, the head coaching job. That didn't work out for him, and then he's still been in the National Football League. But it looks like... The Atlanta Falcons are going to hire him as their next head coach. Of course, it was rumored that Bill Belichick, or maybe it was true, I don't know, uh, interviewed for the position. I don't know if he's going to stay retired or what it's going to be. Uh, but Morris actually served as the interim head coach uh, when he was on the staff there when um, um, I forget which coach it was. Anyways, was fired, and so he was. So it's kind of weird they're bringing him back. They didn't hire him for the full-time gig after the interim role, but after all these years, most recently, I believe he was with the Rams as the defensive coordinator. So he'll be Atlanta. Why does that matter to Buccaneers fans? Well, of course, the Falcons are in the NFC South, um, and it was also rumored that the offensive coordinator for the Buccaneers could potentially be going to the Carolina Panthers as their next head coach. Guess where they are? The NFC South. So it's going to be like Buccaneer Central uh, with coaches in the NFC, so we'll see what happens there. Unfortunately, this past Sunday – Tampa Bay Buccaneers, as you all know by by now, it was last Sunday and, and it's already Thursday, and uh, we're getting ready for the uh, conference championship games this Sunday, but uh, Buccaneers on the short end, 31-23 against the Detroit Lions. They certainly had their chances. Uh, it's a game they could have won, but they did not. Chiefs were over the Buffalo Bills 27-24. to That was on Sunday as well, but on Saturday, uh, really the only not close game, uh, Texans just got Pummeled. Man, manhandled <laughs> by the Ravens, 34 to 10, and the 49ers, uh, what many believe to be the best team uh, in football, um, barely beat the Packers, 24 21. So, in our NFL picks last week, uh, let's go from last to first. So, who okay. who was last in picks last week? We have a tie. Justin and Tian both got two. Hey, I'm still on podium. Yep. 
Um, Neil? I, I, well, I mean, there's there's four people, so stop. <laughs> yeah, but if we're tied, then is that kind of like third. everybody gets a medal? Stop it! Just stop. It. <laughs> no, it, it kind of feels like a team. <laughs> Neil got three, right? Uh, or second place? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I got all four, right? If you're on the podium, tied for third with four people, I'm gonna say I got second place. <laughs> well, okay. I got first place. <laughs> Fair I got, enough. Fair I got enough. first yeah. place because I got all four right. Because I'm just that awesome. So. The only reason you got all four is because you took the Chiefs over the Bills. I would take the Chiefs over the Bills any you day. You would not have. I just don't like it, the Bills. It is the whole. The only person on the Bills that I like is Josh Allen. It was Why the Taylor. I... It was the Taylor. <laughs> I will up. tell you, you're going to be so proud when you Again? hear this. I actually sat down that night and watched the game. No! Right? I never do that. I just Incredible. like take a guess, move on with my life, like. I, the whole game? I watched after halftime. Were you looking for Taylor or were you actually just no, watching I the game? No, I was watching because I was nervous about the score. And I didn't want to keep checking my phone Why, did you throw money score. down on or something? No. Oh, because you wanted to win this? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Because it was the last game of the th- four games. Yeah. Uh, and I was nervous about the score because I had already gotten the other three games right. All right. So well, I was like, really, I just didn't want to keep checking my phone, so I just put the game on. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and make our picks for this week. Do we have Justin's picks? We do not, but okay. I'll get them tonight. All right. Conference championships. 3 p.m. on Sunday. Chiefs at the Ravens. Chiefs number three seed. Ravens number one. Who wins the AFC championship? Becky? Okay. I went with the Chiefs, but I'm a little nervous because of all the hoopla with the Ravens and the 49ers. The hoopla? Like them being really, really good? No, okay. like the rumors that like the Super Bowl's like set. Okay. I am so sick of this. You really think that the entire NFL season is scripted? And you, and you, I mean, here's the thing there are so many people in the National Football League from front office to trainers to hey, I'm just, nutritionists. I to, think it was a little weird that that news station players. was like Michael, the Super Bowl with no. the Ravens and the 49ers. Well, so. I mean, that's probably what's going to happen, but so it wasn't going out on a limb. And had they shown that graphic, in August, that would have been a little bit different. But my question is, do you really think they could keep that many people quiet if this was a scripted entertainment sport? I don't know. It's no. a big company. Who are you taking? I'm taking the Chiefs. You got me all worked up. I got Ravens for this one, but truthfully, ooh, that's really hard. It's a hard pick. Chiefs are s- killing it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with the Ravens. I'm sticking with the Ravens. I'm going to pick the Chiefs in an upset. Okay. They have gone. You just judged me. <laughs> I judged you on other things. It wasn't that. It wasn't your pick. It was saying that it was scripted. That's what I judged you on. I, I think that experience counts in, in games like this. The fact that the Chiefs have gone to six straight conference championship games, there's a reason for that. Um, I'm not saying that the Ra- I would not be surprised if the Ravens win, but I'm going to pick the Chiefs. All right, NFC Championship. The Detroit Lions never won a Super Bowl. They travel out west to take on the San Francisco 49ers. This is at 6.30 p.m. on Sunday. Tian, we'll start with you. Who do you got? So you and I talked a little bit before the show where we said that the 49ers probably have the best roster in all of the NFL right now. Mm -hmm. And I did pick against the Lions last week for the Buccaneers to win, but I guess I'm going to be a... Alliance faithful today. I got a friend who is a dedicated Lions fan, and I want him to experience more joy of them going to the Super Bowl. So, Detroit Lions, I hope you win. All right. Becky? 
I actually Some good logic there, by the way. Some good I logic. actually looked up the um, records for these two teams before okay. I picked today, right. and Detroit has a better away game win record than the 49ers have a win home record. Okay. So I picked the Lions. <laughs> okay. I also do kind of want to see the Lions win, to be honest with you. I am so confident. So you and I have the Chiefs. You mm-hmm. have the Ravens. You have Detroit. You have Detroit. Mm-hmm. I am so confident in the Lions winning on Sunday. I put $1,000 on it. Really? I no, really, not really. Okay, we Why do people waste money doing that? TN, Absolutely not. We don't not. promote gambling on I'm not. I'm show. asking. That's why it's not promoting. It's gear. It's no, we're curious. not gambling. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, good. It's just a joke, Neil TN. just got fired. He just about flipped out of his chair. No, absolutely not. No, I, I. This is for fun, and I think the, I think the Lions are a team of destiny. I didn't like what I saw from the San Francisco 49ers when they mm-hmm. played the Packers. I think the Lions are much better than the Packers. I'm taking Detroit. So, Neil, we could be tied. I don't like that either. I'm, all right, I'm going to switch. 49ers. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Justin, we got to make a comeback this week if you're so, listening. So, Neil and I think Super Bowl is going to be Kansas City against Detroit. I simply wouldn't know what to do with myself. Where is the Super Bowl this year? Las Vegas. Las Vegas. I will tell you this, circling back to Canales, the offensive coordinator for um, the Buccaneers, if he truly is being named the offensive or the head coach of the Panthers, that concerns me a little bit because the Buccaneers have won the division two or three straight years. Mm-hmm. This is a guy that, you know, what can he do with Bryce, Bryce Young? That's a very talented young quarterback. He's worked with Russell Wilson, Geno Smith, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield was much better in the system this year with the Buccaneers than I think anybody really anticipated. I think a lot of that has to do with him. It's a good young coach. Um, that kind of scares me for the future with Bryce Young um, and what he can do with uh, what he can do with that offense. So maybe I mean the Carolinas got a long way to go. They got the Panthers got a long way to go. But anything uh, to make the NFC. South better to watch because it is a running meme at the moment that yeah. the NFC South is the bottom Worse. of the barrel. And we, you know, the Buccaneers did go to the divisional round this year, but for the most part, yeah, a they lot won of the their team, first playoff game, they did win their first playoff game, but they did for get the a Philadelphia, they did get a Philadelphia team that was sliding into the, the playoffs, yeah. but still, it is and, a win. And they almost beat Detroit mm-hmm. so, because apparently, to Becky, that's what was in the script. <laughs> Can we talk about... Tell me you don't really believe that. What? Sorry. That it's scripted. I I don't want to believe it, but like too many things have happened. There's been like too many coincidences. I want to see if there's anyone... I know we're getting ready to go to break, and, and Eric loves when I do this to him because we got about a minute before we go back to break. Um, but uh, if you believe the NFL is scripted, give us a call during the break or, or we'll bring you on the air. 682-1430, 682-1430, but... I, 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 you don't believe that either, right? I don't, but I saw something where the NFL is apparently classified as sports entertainment and not a sport, which means they could legally rig games. I saw that. Wild. I'm not. Is it that, or is it the fact that I don't think it's actually it gives scripted. Them some sort of uh, leeway for protection? I just yeah. think, what I think, but the, also the fact that it's classified that way. All right, logo, if you're a lawyer, give us a call at 62 because <laughs> we have logo no idea. Started this whole 
like conspiracy theory months ago. So the fact that the Ravens and the 49ers are now both in like a position to be in the Super Bowl is wild to me. The fact that we're even talking about this is wild. And so we're going to go to break. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, some great upcoming events happening here in Polk County. Stick around for the fourth and final segment of Sports Central right here on Talk Radio 96.7. Talk Radio 96.7, and yes, it's Sports Central. Sports Central is brought to you by the Hampton Inn Bartow. Let's kick that fourth and final segment off with Becky Tian and Neil. You know, thank you, Eric. It, it makes me sad when I hear music like that and realize that you and I are the only ones that really know this song. That is sad. I knew the song before. Anyways, welcome to the last segment of Sports Central. <laughs> Where Eric is old and Neil is old, and the other two are not. We are Zoomers. I was born in 2000. Oh, stop. Gosh. Stop. Tian's younger than ah. me. 2002. <laughs> that hurt. Oh, my God. good golly. Oh. That is terrible. These you brought are... up the NFL thing, and you were like, you know, everybody remembers 2009 and 2011. I'm like, I was nine. I have no clue what was going on in football. I was nine. Yeah. I was in kindergarten. <laughs> you guys are breaking my heart. That is terrible. <laughs> So we talked about last week, uh, Senior Softball Tournament Champions, an event from that's uh, been in Polk County for a long, long time. Um, they're back. They are. They're back. Uh, their Tournament of Champions is taking place the 26th to the 28th of January at Auburndale Softball Complex, Diamondplex, Loisy Hart Park, Walker Road Park. Um, it is an adult softball event and it's got a whopping like 1,400 participants. Yeah, and you uh, have to have won a tournament somewhere else in the country to be invited to this uh, this event. So we're glad they're back. Senior Softball USA back in Polk County, and we're excited for it. Another event uh, that will be happening this weekend at the Advent Health Fieldhouse. Yeah, so we got the Spirit Gymnastics Classic happening from January 26th to the 28th. So it's going to be a three-day event. We're going to have 313 projected participants in that one. So if you're looking for some local gymnastics, come on out to the Advent Health Fieldhouse. Absolutely, and some events are coming up. Of course, Pig Fest is this weekend out there at uh, Sun and Fun, so you definitely want to check that out. I want to remind everybody, of course, the Detroit Tigers will be back in town very, very soon. Uh, February 10th, the spring training celebration at the Central Florida Welcome Center. That's just uh, south of I-4 and Highway 27, so you definitely want to check that out. They always have some some great swag and some great uh, promo opportunities there for attraction tickets and uh, things of that nature, so definitely check that out. February 20th will be the Tiger Barbecue. That's at Publix Field at Joker Marchant Stadium. If you go to visitcentralflorida.org, Click on the event. It'll take you right to the ticketing page. You can buy tickets for the Tiger Barbecue. Always a great event. And it's kind of the, well, it's not kind of, it's the official welcome back party uh, to the Detroit Tigers. I think this is the 88th year, if I'm correct, of the Tiger Spring Training in Lakeland here in Polk County. The longest standing relationship of any Major League Baseball team in a current spring training uh, site. So very proud of that tradition. Very proud of that partnership. So Get your tickets for the Tiger Barbecue and go on their website to get tickets for the upcoming spring training game. So Pick Fest this weekend. You got the spring training kickoff on the 10th of February up there at the Welcome Center and then the barbecue the 20th. And don't forget, get those Tiger spring training tickets. We also have this coming weekend, we mentioned it before, the FHSA, not this one, the following one, uh, second and third at RP Funding Center, the state cheerleading championships. And uh, coming up first time, 
the soccer boys and girls state championships at the Lake Myrtle Sports Park in Auburndale. That'll be February 20th through the 24th. And being a first-time event, being outdoors, there's going to be a lot of logistical uh, pieces that have to be addressed. But volunteers are going to be a big, big part of that event to help it go off without a hitch. So if you're interested in being a volunteer, uh, give us a call at 863-551-4750 and ask for Becky. Uh, She'll be able to help you or she'll get you the information that you need. Currently, she has her hands in the air wondering why I just gave her name out uh, for that responsibility. But uh, Ask for Dan. I have control. (laughs) You could ask for Dan. I will also be there, so I would love to have help. You know what? Thank you, I will be there at that event, (laughs) so please come and help. for you. Well, you can find me if you call the office. I will answer the phone. Only on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Yeah, only though. on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. when we close. But if you want to see some high-quality high school soccer, come out to the Lake, Mortal Sport- Lake Myrtle Sports Complex. Mortal. I will be working. Mortal. Oops. Well long, as I said, long, as I said, long day. Thank you so much for joining us on Sports Central every week from five to six, right here on Thursdays, but also during Mayhem and Polk County Live uh, from eight to nine. Sports Central. Thank you so much. Go to visitcentralflorida.org for a full listing of events for Eric, Tian, and Becky. I'm Neil Duncan. Good night, everyone.